Welcome to the Foundation's Report. As a Christian, have you ever wondered about the verses where Jesus told us to turn the other cheek? Have you found that sometimes that instruction was a little beyond what you could do? Maybe you encountered a person who you would consider rude and maybe insulted you. Your first tendency was to lash back out at them, but then you heard Jesus saying, turn the other cheek. How about when you are driving on the highway and that person beside you cuts you off and you can feel the anger welling up inside you, but then that voice again, turn the other cheek. How about the classic example I used to read about in the back of comic books I read as a kid when I was growing up? The skinny guy goes with the girl to the beach, and then the buff, muscular bully comes up behind him and pushes him around, kicking sand on him and what the like. The girl leaves with the bully, and the skinny guy is there, defeated. I don't remember ever seeing the guy remembering the words of Jesus turn the other cheek, though, but you get the point. In the book of 2 Samuel 23.11, the Bible tells the story of Shammah. And after him was Shammah, son of Agi, the Herorite. When the Philistines had banded together near a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field, defended it, and struck down the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. The legend goes that the Philistines were just running roughshod over Israel and the lentil patch. All the Israelites were afraid of the Philistines. Sounds kind of like the story of David, where he was the only one to go fight the giant Goliath because all the Israeli army were shaking in their boots. Well, Shema was not going to be bullied by these Philistines. So he stood up in the middle of the lentil patch and cut down the entire army of the Philistines. And as the Bible says, the Lord brought about a great victory. A lot of times we get things confused with this turn-the-other-cheek thing, I believe. This is made clearer as we read Ephesians 6, as Paul writes that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but... You see, our fight is not with other humans, people such as us. The but in that verse then goes on to describe our true enemy the devil, and those who do his dirty work. Shammah didn't stop before wielding his sword to ponder, turn the other cheek, but fought and brought down the enemies of the Lord. He got, for a lack of a better phrase, fed up. Today we see Christians allow the devil to prosper in his efforts to bring down the church. We don't want to make a scene, so we quietly allow. I see this in our top television evangelists as they duck and weave around questions that are put in front of them and 
jump on the love is love bandwagon. We cherry-pick verses in the Bible to try and shelter false teachers and prophets from criticism. Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. When there are elements within our schools advising our children to come out or to get a sex change, but don't tell your parents about this, we just sit back and say, well, it's the end times, so... I keep coming back to the example Jesus had when he saw the money changers polluting his temple. It sure looked like he got fed up when he grabbed that whip. When Paul and Silas were followed by a girl with a spirit of divination for several days, yelling out that these two were men of God, Paul got aggravated in his spirit turned around and cast the devil out. He finally got fed up with the devil's ways. Here's the thing. This isn't a call for Christians to take up arms or some radical movement. The Bible tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. How many of us live with sickness and disease? How many of us watch our children attacked by the enemy and throw up our hands like we don't know what to do? How many of us put up with the enemy stealing, killing, and destroying in our lives, but feel that is our lot in life, to suffer? Maybe, like that comic strip, we need to go to the spiritual gym and work out and get strong muscles in the Lord and go back and put that bully, the devil, in his place. How many times does the devil have to run you over until you finally get fed up and with the weapons God gave you, Pull down the enemy's strongholds and put Satan in his place. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.